Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city. Peace to the planet. We're back, guys. We're back. It is another episode, another season of the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning to you guys this Monday morning. It's November the 1st. Um, getting us started with a new month, uh, closing out the rest of this year. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebook. And my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And again, Nashville, we're just so uh, just uh, so excited just to continue to try to present a product and try to present some content that matters to our community and to our black men. But not on our black men, but you know, uh, black women or, right. or any other. Uh, ethnicity that wants to tune into this podcast, we hope that we're we're doing something that will help all of us understand all of us. Yeah, man, uh, Nashville, we're we're excited getting into this this new season again. This years went by so fast, and we are glad to just um, continuing to wrap up this new year with better content. And um, thus far, Nashville, we've appreciated the support um, yes, and the yes. feedback that yes. y'all have given us just to make us a better podcast. And here's what we got for this new season. This is our first episode of the new season. And if you guys paid attention to our BMVT audience and our supporters, our last season in October touched on marriage and relationships in a black man. And what we did was, if anybody noticed this, each guest that we had to grace us uh, on our podcast platform, they were married guests. See if y'all follow me. They were married guests. So every guest that we had um, in the month of October for our marriage and relationships season were married. We had uh, Dr. George T. Brooks Sr. Mm -hmm. We had uh, Jason, uh, a.k.a. Pop Griffin. Mm -hmm. We had um, Shy Henderson. Mm -hmm. And then we finished up with uh, Charles Townsend. Yeah, yeah. This season, Nashville, Tennessee, this season will be the season of the Body Mass Index of relationships and marriage in a black man. Again, for those of y'all that didn't catch that, last season was the body mass index of marriage and relationships, and we had four guests that were married. This season, the con the new uh, content or the new season is the body mass index of relationships and marriage, and this season we will have four uh, guests that will be on that are in relationships but that are seeking marriage. Pops? Yeah, yeah, and I thought when we we sat down and we thought about how we was gonna present this uh, new season, we would and the, and that marriage and relationship uh, season did so well that we thought that we need to continue with that, but just right. hit it from the other side. Right. And when we right. look at it from the other side, then we can find people that are in relationships that probably want to get married or maybe have been married and now are not married and are in a relationship again. Whatever the case may be, our right. guests will present their stories to us and hopefully help somebody that's in a relationship that is looking for marriage or yeah. just looking to continue in the dating world. Whatever they're looking for, we want to speak on it from a guest perspective and we're just going to talk about the stories. Yeah, so naturally again, Nashville, um, everybody's not married, obviously, so we wanted to touch on a season where black men were telling their stories of how they've had successful marriages and are in current successful marriages. Then we wanted to flip the script a little bit and put a twist on it by sharing the stories, to um, black man's stories to Nashville of those that are in relationships, mm -hmm. but are seeking marriage um, yes. in their near future. So 
Nashville, that's been our twist uh, for the Black Man Venture Podcast. Again, this is the Body Mass Index of Relationships and Marriage and a Black Man. And we have a special guest oh, yeah. that's coming on. Um, my guy, man, has his own brand. And um, as you guys uh, pay attention to our social media postings, check out the brand that he has. We'll mention it in the next segment coming after our sponsorship segment as he um, introduces himself. But my boy has his own brand, man, and he's pushing it, man. And, and it's, it's the type of brand that 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 sheds light on the light in you. And um, he'll be able to speak on that as he gets ready to come on this Monday morning. But uh, Nashville, uh, Pop says the best. Get your donuts, get your bagels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your coffee. My wife just got us. We got one of them Keurig coffee machines. She gets just got some new pods. So uh, well, I'm gonna be on. Be on I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be on one of them new pods, man. Uh, they they have a different variety, so it's getting ready to be on and cracking. <laughs> man, Junebug don't do the coffee, man. But I I, I try to. Try to give me a little energy in me just just by knowing that we helping out some black man each and every Monday morning. So Nashville, take this time, get you some time out on this uh, Monday morning. Start your month off, start your week off with the body mass index of relationships and marriage in a black man. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? Stay tuned with us after this sponsorship segment break. We're getting right into the content of the body mass index of relationships and marriage. In a black man. All right. And just like that, Nashville, just like that, we're back. We're back. Good morning, Nashville. This is Monday morning. You are listening to another episode of the Black Man Vent 2 podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Have you heard? A black man vent today. We got a special guest on today's episode again. Uh, Nashville new season alert. New season alert. This is the body mass index of relationships and marriage in a black man, mm-hmm. and we have our special guest on today. And um, again, Nashville, if you were able to follow our season, uh, as I mentioned in our introductory episode, excuse me, in our introductory segment, um, if you were able to follow us from last season, we did marriage and relationships mm-hmm. and we had each of our four guests come on and all of the four guests, if you guys did not notice it to our BMVT audience, they were married. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pops, man, I let you kind of just give a little bit of insight, man, on just how we came up with the idea and, and just kind of once again, man, thanking um, the guest that came on, man, and I'll go ahead and introduce our uh, guest for today. Yeah, yeah, like like my, like my son just mentioned, we are just excited this morning again to have a young man on that uh, that uh, is going to help us out in the other realm of our second part two season of mm-hmm. this uh, relationship thing. And this one starts out being relationship and marriage. And right. like my son just mentioned, it was marriage and relationship. We had a foundational setting from a pastor, uh, Pastor George T. Brooks Sr. Mm-hmm. And then we had uh, Pop to come on and give us his, his outlook right. on marriage. Then we had a uh, Another brother by the name of Shai Henderson that came yeah, on and yeah. gave us a, another uh, 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 perspective on how we should treat women, this, that, and the third. And then, right. uh, and then we had uh, then we had uh, 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 Charles to come on, and man, mm-hmm. Charles was real good. So all of those brothers, man, are just showing us uh, how special it is to be in a marriage relationship or in a marriage. But now we mm-hmm. want to look at this thing from a relationship standpoint because before you become married, mm-hmm. you have to be in a relationship. Right. And then sometimes right. people are not looking to get married. They looking to just stay in a relationship. So we're going to have brothers come on. They're just going to give us their perspective on where they're at 
in their relationship. So just that's how we're gonna do it. So take off. Yeah, Nashville. Uh, we're here, man. And um, just to give a little bit of introduction, man, about this brother, man. Um, y'all might think I'm biased because I did <laughs> have another uh, another brother of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated on our last season, but um, it, it wouldn't be me to not bring other brothers in the bond, you know, to once again vent, you know, just at the end of the day, it's it's not showing any type of uh, favoritism or anything like that, but but all black men need to vent, and he was just one that I picked on. Yeah. So nonetheless, man, um, introducing the some and presenting the others, um, he has his own brand, and as we get throughout this episode, I want him to implement his brand um, onto this episode because it's all about bringing another brother up, man, so yes. that we can knock the bucket over together. Too many times... Um, the black culture, we would look at, we're looked at as crabs in a bucket, you know what I'm saying? And instead of one crab trying to help the other crab push the bucket over, we'll grab the crab by the leg, man, and pull them on back down. So on this episode, I'm introducing to some and presenting to others, my good friend, a good brother of Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. So nice that you can say it twice. My brother, Tyrese <laughs> Hobbs. Big dog, how you doing this morning? Doing pretty good this morning. How about yourself? Good, man. Good, good, man. Again, we just want to thank you for coming on, man, to the BMVT uh, podcast, man. Got you here at the vent table. And, um, yes, sir. Man, just give Nashville um, a brief synopsis, man, about your brand. Okay, so my name is actually Tyrese Hobbs, mm-hmm. and I'm the uh, chief executive officer and owner of the Covenant Apparel, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a, an aspirational clothing brand which with the goal to seek but it, I try to inspire young teens and adults to take that first step towards their dreams and their goals. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Simply because all too often, a lot of people die with their dreams and, and a lot of the, their gifts that God has given them with them with them inside them when they uh, leave this earth. Right. Um, and I really feel like it's very important to share those gifts uh, while you're here mm-hmm. um, and, and touch as many people as you can. Uh, so I wanted to create the brand um, as a as a, a medium to be able to do that uh, through fashion and motivation. So mm-hmm. uh, I actually just launched a motivational journal, uh, which is composed of 69 motivational quotes. All right. And it All creates right. a space yeah. where uh, people can journal if they want to, vent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if they need to track <laughs> their goals and write them down so they can actually see them. You can do that if you mm-hmm. simply want to reflect on the quotes. You can you can do that and yeah. and see what each quote means to you. Right. Um, right. So I, I just right. wanted to create a space where people could have that that opportunity to do that because a lot of times we don't, and that's why we don't act on it. And that's we right. allow yeah. fear to yeah. stand in the way of us accomplishing everything we actually want to accomplish. Man, um, so true. And I just really want want people to know that the light is actually theirs. Um, and, and that you are in complete control of your life. Like today I did a motivation Monday, mm-hmm. um, about mm-hmm. what, what will your story be? Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. I really wanted to touch on how you are the director of your life. You are in control of writing the script and you are the star of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order to realize that you have to take responsibility of everything that is going to affect your life and affect what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and to really understand that, you have to understand that the light is yours. Man, mic nice. drop. Mic nice. drop, man. That was yeah. well-spoken, nice. man. Nice. Um, Ty, like man, um, like also, it. man, give Nashville, man, where we can follow the Covenant app, man, where we as black men and just the black culture can find our own light, as you just mentioned, man. Where are some uh, areas, some platforms, man, that you're on that uh, our audience, man, can follow you by? 
So you can follow the Covenant Apparel uh, at on Insta. Well, you can follow it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at the Covenant app. T H E C O V E N A N T A P P. And then also you can access us uh, via the internet, mm-hmm. which is thecovenantapp.com. And we're also on LinkedIn um, and Pinterest. Word, All right. All right. All right, man. Nashville, you've heard it, man. The Covenant app. Uh, make sure to pay attention to our uh, posting because we will drop those various social media links and those platforms um, into our uh, posting for today as well. Pops, man, what you think about that? Yeah, I like that, man. I like to see any brother, young brother, old brother, but especially a young brother that has the energy and the zeal, man, to try to do something and press forward toward helping our culture and helping us as black people. Not only that, helping anybody want to hear it. So that's a good thing, man. I think the young brother got something going on and we should definitely support it. Tyrese Hobbs, Nashville. Let's go ahead and get into the content for the day. Um, Man, an icebreaker question, man. Um, are you in a relationship, my my good brother? I, I know you know we we get a bad rep, man, about the frat. You know what I'm saying? And so so let Nashville know, man. Are you in a relationship? Are you in the dating stage? Are you in the dating world? If so, man, just just give us a little bit of insight, man, of of where you are in your relationship. So I am in a relationship. I've been dating my girlfriend for. Uh, going on two two years in mm-hmm. in February of 2022. So, okay. uh, officially it would be two years. Uh, unofficially, probably got a little more years under our belt. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. but we've been rocking strong, and I'm I'm really proud to see the growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just I'm just excited for the journey. Like I I just enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, word. Mm-hmm. Word, man. Mm-hmm. Um, man, just um, you know, man, you said you guys have been rocking, man, for a long time. Um. Just man, natural question: Is marriage the goal? You know, again, we we touched on marriage, man, uh, through all four of our episodes, man, on last month. And 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 can you be just honest with yourself and say, man, that that she is a woman that you could potentially see, man, meeting at the altar someday? Crazy story is, uh, growing up, I I you asked me this question when I was five, six years old. I'd be like, Nah, man, I ain't getting married. Mm-hmm. And it's just simply because, like. Me growing up, like, I didn't see any happy marriages. Like, wow. I, I saw wow. a lot of arguing and a lot of fighting and yeah. and cussing and hooping and hollering. It's just like, yeah. I didn't want to be in that. Like, yeah. I didn't see no happy medium. Like, mm. I seen that you can coexist with each other, but mm. I didn't I didn't see that, that building a life um, growing up. So it was just like, I, I instantly told my mom, I was like, I'm not getting married. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm just gonna have fun, and, and <laughs> I'm just gonna live my life. I feel mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I can honestly say that this girl has definitely um, changed my outlook on that. Right. Um, actually, brought me closer to God, which Praise is uh, God, a, a great blessing. Um, yes. Pulled me out of out of uh, depression, actually, mm-hmm. um, through God. Right. So that was that was pretty mm-hmm. big. Yeah. Got me reading the Bible, and actually, how I st- stumbled upon covenant. Come on, um, come on, man. So, right. so it was beauty in the process, and, and mm-hmm. I can honestly say that. I, I would be uh, willing to get down on one knee for this girl, and uh, I, I could see myself building a future with her, um, yeah. building a family. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a, a definitely an aspiration of mine because mm-hmm. I just, you know, like I said, I I just want to help people, and and she helped me, and I just want to continue to build with her because at the end of the day, I'm gonna be mussy real here, right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I love her. Yeah, you know that's real. So, so that's real, bro. 
So let me ask you this, my brother. Uh, so with the fact that you said that uh, you've been in this relationship with this young lady on and off for about five years, and you said earlier that uh, you weren't even thinking about marriage until you met this girl. So were you in any other relationships that, you know, caused you to say that I don't want to get married? Or were you in a, in a relationship that you learned something from them and you moved on from them and then you saw this girl and like, hey, man, this might, this will seem like this going to be something different right here. That's a great question. I got to think about that. But um, I would say, like, my past relationships, they left me with trauma bonds. Mm. Uh, I would say mm. where, like, mm. I have triggers that certain certain things that people do it like mm-hmm. especially like my girlfriend like now I have to be conscious about those things and communicate that so she can understand why I act a certain type of way when she does a certain type of thing mm-hmm. it's just simply because like I have been hurt and, and men honestly can't take what they dish uh, it's so true and for me to just you know feel that pain and it's just like it, it it messes with you mentally and and just being able to move forward with that is just it's hard mm-hmm. but for you to take that step and actually be conscious about the things that have bothered you in the past mm-hmm. and know that oh i have to consciously work on this to get better and be better a better partner in my relationship yeah. that's that's some things that i had to, to work through and like i know it's very frustrating for her because it's like she didn't put that on me Mm -hmm. so why does she have Mm -hmm. to deal with that but Mm -hmm. you know for somebody that tries to understand me and actually see where i'm coming from and actually taking the time to listen yeah it makes it all all easier to you know just want to continue to build with that person yeah um which i feel like has ultimately led to me like considering marriage yeah yeah yeah. What I'm what I'm hearing from you, Ty man, and um, Nashville again. Good morning to you guys on this Monday morning. Have you heard a black man vent today? This is the body mass index of relationships and marriage, and a black man with my guy Tyrese Hobbs. Uh, man, I want to ask you because what I'm hearing you say is communication is a very big thing, man, and that is something that was implemented in our last season mm-hmm. in various ways through all four of our guests in our marriage and relationship season, man. What can you say about your lady, man, uh, that just makes it just easier to talk to her? You know, what What about her makes her so approachable? What about her makes her, or has she always been this way? Has she, have you guys had to grow into that? What about your woman makes you so comfortable to be able to just sit her down and just let her know about your traumas and things that, you, that you've been through? Well, me as a person, uh, I'm very sensitive and emotional. <laughs> Man, me too, though. I'm glad I ain't the only one. <laughs> me um, too. But I feel like this is something like it makes it easier when you know who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely something that we've, we've been working on mm-hmm. uh, over time. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's always been the easiest conversation to have or mm-hmm. always a, a smooth conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but after those times where you put those emotions aside and actually listen to understand versus listening to respond. Come on. You uh Come on. you see where a person is coming from and why they feel the way they feel. Yeah. And then you begin to see, okay, this is how I can I can help mm-hmm. uh mitigate these these things that are causing problems or mm-hmm. I can I can see, okay, this is how I should help moving forward because I see mm-hmm. that this is a, a thing that like 
affects you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that she was always the easiest to talk to, but mm-hmm. she listened. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and sometimes, you know, like people can communicate in different type of ways. It's not just yeah. verbal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's That's body true. language and, and uh, facial expressions and all that different <laughs> type of true. stuff that goes into it. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. true. And when I'm speaking, like sometimes that stuff be bothering me, like because I pay I pay attention to details. Yes, so yeah. if I'm speaking yeah, up about yeah. something that's very important to me, and I see and you being like those reactions, yeah, it's yeah. just like mm-hmm. it make me not want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. But like I have to understand that okay, you're gonna have your own expressions, you're gonna have your right. own um, comprehension of what I'm saying to you. Right. So I have to understand that as well. Like I mm-hmm. feel like communication is not just talking and talking and talking and talking and listening so and true. letting it all out you gotta so like actually listening and decipher it like you have to break it down yeah um and one thing about me like i, I actually i'm pretty good at talking and listening but mm. my comprehension skills suck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they suck work and, and yeah. my yeah. girl hates repeating herself but I literally I be like you guys just try to be patient with me because yeah. I ask questions so I don't and I'm an overthinker so I Man. try to ask questions so yes, I don't sir. take things the wrong way and Come on. Put myself mm-hmm. into this cycle of trying mm-hmm. to decipher what you meant when I could just ask you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may mm-hmm. seem repetitive at sometimes, but mm-hmm. I can tell like she's working on it and trying to like yeah. be more patient with me, even though it's something that she don't like to do. Right, right, <laughs> so, right, right, right. Well, yeah. man, so with that being, uh, I, I like that answer, man, because mm-hmm. it showed that it, it's very, uh, you put a lot of thought into your relationship, and that's great, right. man, because right. sometimes men, yeah. uh, a men don't put a lot of thought into it with the right head. We got that out the last uh, episode. Yeah. With the right head, we don't put a lot of thought into it. So yeah. that's good that you're thinking in that, in that aspect, man. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So about the young lady that you're with right now, and I know it had to be some characteristics that you were looking for in a woman when you met her. Mm-hmm. So how does she fit? those qualities and characteristics that you was looking for mm-hmm. when you met her and now that you in you know in pretty deep with it is she, is she still meeting those qualifications mm-hmm. huh. man <laughs> uh i would say i mean honestly the first the first thing i had noticed about her was you know she she looked good Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, you know, that's always that's, that's one. That's an important, yeah. that's an important, you know what I'm saying, thing to check off the list. Yeah. But before anything, we became friends, you know, um, yeah. and we yeah. established a foundation built upon friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. it was it was always good vibes. Like it was yeah. just good conversation mm-hmm. and just getting to know each other, like on a friendly level. But you could tell, like, it was something that was. Mm-hmm. A little bit more there, mm-hmm. and I can honestly say I, I I tell all this I tell her this all the time that I feel like God brought her in my life for a reason, mm-hmm. and I actually uh, thank Him for yeah. bringing such a blessing. Like I call her my angel on earth. All right, <laughs> all right, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, she's gonna be dead at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, but you didn't call her name, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> Yeah, man, she she she's growing. I, I'm I'm very like glad to see that she's not the same person that I met. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's not mm-hmm. that she's been changing for bad, but been mm-hmm. growing for better and uh, yeah. just improving all around. Like mm-hmm. yeah, like I can tell she's adapting some of the things that I pick up on, like my positive traits at there least. Um, there you go. And 
you know, it, and I pick up on some of hers as well, and just like being more caring and like yeah. actually considerate about different type of things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. guys that we we think about things in one way, and then women see it a whole completely different way. So true. And so true. I'm like, so true. I don't see how you can see that, but then when mm-hmm. I'm actually listening and trying to figure out, oh. Okay, I can see how you can get that, yeah, and then like yeah. it makes more sense to me. So like, mm-hmm. it makes me be more conscious about everything that I'm doing and see, mm-hmm. not just how I could see it, but mm-hmm. how could this potentially make her feel. That's so big. yes, that's big. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. so yeah. good, man. So that's good big. that you thinking like that's that. Big. So let me ask you this, then, uh, and I'm not prying it. Hopefully, I'm not prying into a personal situation. But how is your relationship with your mother? My mom is my best friend. Word. That word. <laughs> right. That's, That's great. So, That's with that, so the That's reason I want to ask you that question, mm-hmm. what do you see in her that you see in your mother? Oh, this good deep. That's deep. Very, very, very loving, um, caring, mm-hmm. nurturing. Uh, mm-hmm. She has such a big heart. My mama has such a big heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, my girl has such a big heart as well. Yeah. Uh, Literally today, she literally left work because her roommate was sick, and uh, she was just like, "I have to go home and check on her." Mm-hmm. Like just right. like just small stuff like that mm-hmm. that people yeah. typically take for granted. Yes. she always wants to lend out a helping hand, even when you may slap a hand down. She'll mm-hmm. still try to come around and make sure that you're good. Yeah, uh, she's stubborn, but like when mm-hmm. it comes down to it, if she really cares, she gonna mm-hmm. she gonna come around. Yeah, um, sure. and I really admire that. Like cause my mom the same way, very 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 stubborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and both of yeah. them don't really like to listen, but they listen. There you go. And, and they don't there like to go. tell you that they listening because they don't want to tell mm-hmm. you that, like they don't want to boost mm-hmm. your ego. Yeah, <laughs> man. They, they all like it. I feel like yeah, yeah, man. Right. They definitely right. be listening yeah. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give you the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. Act like they ain't really mm-hmm. listening. Mm-hmm. Come back a little little bit later and talk about. That makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I would say that that's probably one of the biggest things, and that mm-hmm. like, um, just just her personality, um, yeah. kind of resonates. And like, my, her and my mom get along pretty well too. That's good. They they uh actually sometimes be talking, and I don't even be knowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It be that's blowing me. Up, I'm like. Hold on, that's my mom. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 man. Right. Yeah, yeah, man. I, right. I love to see it though, because it, it it makes it makes me know that well, it lets me know that um, she'll be able to be around my family and whatnot. Yes. And I'm big on family. Yes. Like family you is very important to me. You and me yes. both, man. So, yes, sir. Yes, family yes, is the sir. root, man. Yeah, yes, family sir. is the root, man. With that, yeah, that's that's a that's a good uh, segue, man, into. Uh, us taking a little break, man. You know, yeah. getting us a little water, whatever. I'm gonna let June, let Jonathan, man, just uh, close us out and we yeah. come back. Yeah, Nashville, man. We're gonna take a quick segment break, man. Give you guys a good uh, segment to look into, man. And um, again, we're here in Nashville. Uh, it's Monday morning, Nashville. Have you heard a black man vent today? We with my guy Ty, uh, the Body Mass Index of Relationships and Marriage and a Black Man with Tyrese Hobbs, Nashville. After this segment break, we'll get right back into the content. Stay tuned. Good morning, Nashville, and hopefully everyone is doing well this morning. I'd like to uh, thank everyone for their listenership, and hopefully you're enjoying our new season called Relationship and Marriage. We put a little spin on it, so hopefully you're enjoying the new spin and the new 
uh, season that we're in. I'd like to bring back to us an old segment break this morning called the BMVT Black Sports Hero. We did this one a few seasons ago, so I want to bring it back. And for since it's football season, I want to introduce to us this morning and present to others a football player by the name of Joe Perry. Joe Perry. Joe Perry was born in Jan- on January 22nd, 1927 in Stevens, Arkansas. Perry grew up in Los Angeles, California after his family moved there during the Great Depression. He was a four-star athlete at David Starr Jordan High School in L.A. Perry grew up admiring several athletes at UCLA, including Jackie Robinson, who played football and baseball and ran track for the university. After being rejected by UCLA himself, Perry played football at Compton Junior College in 1944 and scored 22 touchdowns that season. He was recruited by UCLA but declined and enlisted in the Navy during World War II. He played football in the military for Naval Air Station Alameda. In his his professional career, he entered the NFL in 1948, excuse me, 1948 he entered the NFL as an undrafted player Standing six foot tall and weighing 200 pounds, Perry was a small athlete for the typical fullback of that era. Also, unlike typical fullbacks, Perry's game was not to run with power as he was a straight ahead runner who combined power and speed with deceptive elusiveness. His role was primarily as a ball carrier rather than a blocker and he had a knack for finding holes in the opposing defensive lines. If you saw a hole, you take it. Perry described his running style to the Sacramento Bee, a newspaper at that time. If you didn't, you kept moving until you did. You run with instinct, Perry was known for his speed, which earned him the nickname, the Jet. He ran the 100-yard dash in 9.5 seconds in 1947, two-tenths of a second slower than Mel Patton's then world record of 9.3 seconds. Black players were a novelty in pro football when Perry entered the, entered the league, and he was faced with racial abuse and discrimination on and off the field. Perry said, I can't remember a season when I didn't hear a racial slur. He said, someone would say, nigger, don't come through here again, and I say, I'm coming through again, and you better bring your family. Perry became the first player to eclipse 1,000 yards rushing in, a, in consecutive seasons, which he did so in 1953 and 1954. His 1,018 yards rushing in 1953 and 1,049 yards in 1954 were the third and second highest totals for a single season in the NFL, respectively behind only Steve Van Buren. Van Buren's 1,146 yards in 1949. He led the league in carries, rushing yards, rushing yards per game, and yards from scrimmage. In both seasons, his 10 touchdowns and 13 touchdowns in 1953, both the most in the NFL that year. His career totals were he had 8,378 total yards rushing, His yards per carry average was 4.8 yards per per carry. And his rushing total touchdowns for his career 
was 53 touchdowns. Joe Perry was the first African-American to be named MVP in the National Football League. The first African-American athlete to be named MVP in the National Football League in 1954. Perry played pro football for 16 seasons, achieving all-time leading rushing status until that record was eclipsed by the immortal Jim Brown. Perry was inducted into the Pro Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, in 1969. He was the 49ers all-time rushing leader for over 60 years until that mark was passed by Frank Gore. Mr. Perry died on April the 25th in 2011. He played for the San Francisco 49ers from 1948 to 1960. He played for the Baltimore Colts from 1961 to 1962. And he came back again to play for the 49ers in 1963. Joe Perry is our BMVT Black Sports First MVP in the National Football League in 1954. Thank you very much and have a blessed rest of the day. Nashville, just like that, just like that, we are back. We are back. This is, again, the Body Mass Index of Relationships and Marriage in a Black Man with Tyrese Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? And uh, we got my boy Ty here again, man, and um, just want to break into the second part of our uh, episode, man, by just asking Ty, man, to give Nashville a little bit of background um, about his undergrad years, man. Uh, Ty, man, what did you get your degree in, and what are you plan on doing with that degree, man, moving forward? Uh, so I actually attended the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga uh, for my undergrad years. Um, I studied entrepreneurship and interior design, mm-hmm. but my degree is a Bachelor's of Integrated Studies. Uh, with concentrations of entrepreneurship and interior design mm-hmm. um and my my i guess my dream job i guess would be uh would be simply to be a serial entrepreneur mm-hmm. uh i just i just got a lot of ideas and i really want to help a lot of people and i really like i really want to give back to my mama for real she didn't you know sacrifice so much for me to be able to have just a a, a good childhood and mm-hmm. uh yeah raised me to be who I am and mm-hmm. just built me up with so much character and whatnot. So I just want to make sure she can retire before it's time for her to mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. make sure she yeah. can actually enjoy life. Um, yeah. Cause I feel like uh, a piece of that was probably taken away from her. Yeah. Just know how life is, especially in America yeah. um, and yeah. being black at, at that too. Come so um, yes, I, I just want to be able to do that. So I, I'm trying to set that up right now. Yeah. Uh, Starting my, my my business ventures, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's what that's it. essentially yeah. I did the interior design because it was just fun. Yeah. I'm very creative. I just like um, putting things together, and, and those classes were uh, pretty eye opening. Um, it was a big adjustment because I was in that that analytical mindset from being in business classes. Because mm-hmm. I actually added mm-hmm. the interior design uh, my junior year of college. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Cause I, a lot of people was like, what are you going to do with an entrepreneurship degree? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. honestly, you can do anything because yeah. 
Yeah. Every business honestly needs an entrepreneurial mindset, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and every business right. yeah. exactly. Right. And, and to right. be an entrepreneur, right. you have to have some type of balance between accounting, mm-hmm. marketing, mm-hmm. finance, uh, HR. Like you have mm-hmm. to have all that background, mm-hmm. and right. literally, that's I feel like that's how I got a job. Um, just you no, know, just building those connections, networking, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like being able to sell yourself, like. I feel like yes, that's what indeed. entrepreneur is anyway. Yes, yes, without um, a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. So yeah, I, I feel like in a nutshell, that's that's simply what my aspirations are as a professional and and simply just like my undergrad, I, I just did it to have fun. I didn't really feel like I needed to go to school. I just mm-hmm. wanted to get that experience. I wanted to network. Yeah. But I also did it for my mom too. Just mm-hmm. Word. Uh, Word. I feel like it, it's it's a, a priceless thing to be able to see people that you care about smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and I I know she she did so much to to prove to me that um you can do anything you put your mind to and and yeah. that's one thing that stuck with me forever. Like yeah. She yeah. I don't mean to put your mom your business out here, mom, but. You know, she she went to master school and and didn't necessarily finish in mm-hmm. the right mm-hmm. time span. Mm-hmm. But even though it's not no time limit on how long you should be in school or whatever, mm-hmm. but right. yeah, right, I'm she, a living witness, yeah. right? Like, and I'm saying, like, she she literally did not pass the the test that she needed to get her degree yeah. multiple yeah. times, but she yeah. constantly kept taking it to prove to me that like if you put your mind to it you can do it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so yeah. that really stood out yeah. to me and it, it just kept me motivated to finish everything that I started at that point and uh, really kind of gave got me through cap because I was just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, t- I literally promised her, I was like mom I'm, I'm gonna do this I don't yeah. care like I, I took 17 credit hours I was working two jobs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like Come it was on. just like I, I, t- yeah. I told her before I even started I was like mama this is something I want yeah. so I'm gonna finish it yeah. And I was like, I, I take my promises very seriously. So yeah. I don't yeah. try to break them. Yeah. Yes, um, sir. So. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir, man. Just, you know, man, I can relate, man, in terms of the fraternity, man. Um, Just, just you know, um, just kind of spinning off of that, man. Everybody, you know, is not meant to understand Greek life. You know what I'm saying? I think me and you can both attest to that. But I think it's a certain type of man and it takes a certain type of drive to, to see you through. You know what I'm saying? Which is what, man, we learned, man, moving forward. And um, that was kind of my same story, too, man, was just making sure that my pops, you know, gave me this, uh, you know, this phrase, man, that I've, I've kind of lived by, man. If you start something, finish it, you know, and me and you both know, man, that at the end of the day, uh, it, the road to Capitoline is long, rough and rugged. But, you know, what I'm saying we were able, man, to see it through, man. And we were able, man, to see the other side. And it's been a beautiful thing, man. And we're talking about relationships on this episode, man, and I know you can attest to the many of brothers that you probably met since being a part of the bond, man, um, and just how these brothers, we've established relationships with these dudes, man, and it's just literally been a strength, man, of the bond, you know what I'm saying, and and, and what we stand for, man, in terms of brotherhood, um, so definitely can attest to that, man, and I, uh, again, man, Nashville, we're talking about relationships and marriage, and not only do we want to touch on just the, um, for lack of words, the lovey-dovey part of relationships, but just general relationships. You know, we want to touch on that within this season as well. And that ties me into my question because you answered my original question by just saying you and your mom's relationship is tight. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've been hearing, man, that y'all's relationship is very, very tight. And um, 
I wanted to spin that question, man. Hopefully I'm not, you know, stepping, you know what I'm saying, in, in any wrong direction, man. The relationship with your mom, you said, you know, that that's your best friend, hands down, man. We talked about the relationship with your girlfriend. If you have, man, any notion behind this question, man, what is the relationship with your father? And how essentially, man, if you have one, so to speak, um, how that's helped you uh, be the man that you are today? Yeah, so... Uh my mom and dad, they they were never married. They, mm-hmm. I think, split when I was probably like four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's if I remember that correctly. I don't even know. Right. But he's yeah. he's always been in my life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just being present. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, he's a pretty cool dad. Mm-hmm. I, I talk. I try to talk to him uh, more more so than probably like every other day. If I if I don't talk to him every day. Right. Um, you just know sometimes you be too busy, but mm-hmm. I try to make sure I, I remember. But I be on the go so much, so I just be forgetting. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, my my relationship with my dad is it's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. It's growing and changing. Um, he's actually uh, retired and doesn't really do much anymore. So like he spends all his days literally listening to scripture and uh, mm-hmm. and breaking down the word. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, like, yeah. he sends me verses and whatnot uh, through text messages, and sometimes mm-hmm. we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I kind of uh, try to try to ask him to do, because um, my dad is a little older. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an age gap between him and my mom. But mm-hmm. uh, one thing I try to ask him to do is write me letters, because he's actually in North Carolina. Um, gotcha. He moved back my sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. uh, to take care of his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, right. yeah. So I asked him to write me letters just so like I can get a little bit more background on like his upbringing because mm-hmm. um, it was completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like his life story. Like mm-hmm. I just like to know mm-hmm. like who, who my dad is. Man. Like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. where did yeah, you come from? Me. Like yeah. I, I really like, I, and honestly, I, I like to know about everybody because it's kind of yeah. interesting. I like to see where people, why people are the way they are, why mm-hmm. they think the way they think, mm-hmm. and how they get here. Like, because mm-hmm. I know I, I don't overcome so much. This is like, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy, but mm-hmm. it's crazier how many other people have accomplished so many different type of things. Yeah. So I, yeah. I just take mm-hmm. interest in and in talking to people and actually hearing their stories. Right. So I just felt like that was one way for me to connect better with my dad. So mm-hmm. 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 I think that answers your question. Yes, sir, it did. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. And what you said, man, is real big because it it is important for not only you to to know your family history, but it's also important to, for us to know our cultural history. Our our history is black people, mm-hmm. and it's especially black men. And I and I I, I, I I challenge any black man, especially a young black man, to to go back and look at your history before slavery, before we came yeah. across the water. Look at your history, and when you start looking at that man, you start really finding out who you are, what you about. You know what I'm saying, and, and, mm-hmm. and finding your strengths. Finding out you are, that you a king, you are not a pauper. You know right, what I'm yeah. saying? You yeah. a king, man. You know what I'm saying? You start finding that stuff out, man. Mm-hmm. And once you start finding that out, that'll give us strength because we need that strength in this time, in this time in society and the culture in which we live in. We need that strength, yeah. and that's what makes relationships so important, man. Especially when you're able to find the right woman, because you say yeah. you in scriptures a lot, so you know the scriptures say the man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Mm-hmm. So when you find mm-hmm. that good thing, man, it's like you want to hold on to that, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that being said, what do you find like uh, when you was 
before you got to this girl, I think you said you had been through a couple of, you know, ups and downs in relationship, whatever. Mm-hmm. So now that you have this young lady, what's going to what's gonna help you to hold on to her, you know what I'm saying, in the rough time? Because you say y'all done had a few rough patches too. So what helped, what helped you hold on? Because you know, you're saying to yourself, I want to make her the one, but mm-hmm. now we communicate, we in this thing, so... How do I get through this rough patch right here? When you was in that rough patch, how did you make it past that, you know, that situation? Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I, w- I would say I started talking to her my my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had connected that whole summer just before I went to college. Mind you, she's a year younger than me, but uh, two years school-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So she she was still going to be in high school and i didn't really know what was going on college wise so i was just like i don't, I don't really want to make you my girlfriend and i right. do something stupid yeah. right yeah. uh so that's yeah. how i was thinking but right. when i actually broke it down to myself moving forward like i tried to frame it like to myself that i didn't want to make her my girlfriend because i felt like i wasn't ready mm-hmm. to be the the guy i thought she deserved mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But in reality, now that I think about it, I actually think I was just trying to be selfish. Have my cake and eat it, too. Mm. Man, um, been that done there, man. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. But I, one yeah. thing I told her before I left, I'm a very honest person. I told her, mm-hmm. and I promised her, I was like, if anything was to happen, I would definitely let you, let you know. And it was just yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I, I, I always wanted to be completely honest with her because mm-hmm. I don't like being lied to. I don't. Like it's it's just no point. Like yeah. don't try to spare my feelings. It's not it's not up to you. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I, yeah. I'm gonna feel how I want to feel, and yeah. I, I want to give people that same opportunity. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, man, we we had our rough patches, just like just the timing not being right, and just ups and downs, and and mm-hmm. constantly like having those battles. But I realized I was like, what's the point of waiting? Like you talking about, you want to grow and yeah. and develop into this person. Why you can't do that with the person? Mm-hmm. Like why y'all can't okay. grow together? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. I, I had I had a whole perspective flip. I was just like, yeah. Why am I sitting around waiting, mm-hmm. waiting and waiting and waiting, trying to become the man that I think she deserved when we could be together and she could become the one the woman that I need, yeah. and I can become the man that she need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. we can yeah. be an actual partnership, be a team, yeah. um, and work together. Yeah. Um. So, mm-hmm. I would say that the thing that kind of got us through that was just patience and, mm-hmm. and actually being understanding about where we are, and understanding the situation that we are in. Mm-hmm. Um. And actually, I did end it. Um. Once. Mm-hmm. And I, I I did it because I felt like we uh, became stagnant in mm-hmm. our relationship, mm-hmm. okay. and yeah. I, I just didn't know how to move forward with. And I was also on the down point, uh, down place in my life, so I was trying to push everybody away. Mm-hmm. I didn't want any social ties. I didn't want. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want any commitment things. I didn't want yeah. to be committed to anything. Like mm-hmm. I, right. uh, I was heavily involved on campus. I really didn't want to do anything no more. Like I was literally. I remember it was days where I would literally sit in the dark. And, wow, and wow. like yeah. I, w- wow. I would go to class yeah. Take a quiz And then leave after that mm-hmm. Or like wow. Sometimes I wouldn't even Go to class type thing yeah. So I was really down I was just pushing everybody away yeah. But yeah. Um, I had realized I was like I'm missing something mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. I I realized that And I, I had to open up to her Like trying to fix things mm-hmm. um, Cause mm-hmm. we had still communicated Off and on It mm-hmm. just wasn't consistent mm-hmm. Um and I was intentional. Like I realized I had to be intentional about 
where I saw the relationship going. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, he defines a wife, finds mm-hmm. a, a good thing. Yes, yeah. sir. If if you're not looking for a wife, you're not gonna find a wife. Come on now. Um, yeah. and and I realized <laughs> that, like, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here wasting time trying to figure out what do I want to do, what what do I need as far as my relationship. But if you intentional about what you setting out to do, mm-hmm. it makes it so much easier to to, to get there. Yes. Um. And I and I explained that to him. I'm like, I'm real. If we gonna do this, let's do it. Like yeah, I'm man. not I'm not playing yeah. games no more. Like yeah. Let Let's just make yeah. it happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was intentional. I I told mm-hmm. her everything. Like every girl I didn't ever talk to. Yeah. Whoever I kiss, I don't even care. Like I told <laughs> yeah. her, I was like, I don't want yeah. no girls coming up talking about. Yeah. I did this with your man. Mm-hmm. I did this. I, mm-hmm. We we was doing this. And I, gonna I, do I, nope. I was yep. like, I'm cutting all that. <laughs> yeah. So she yeah. literally knows everything. Um, I, I wanted to be completely honest, ha- build that trust factor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she knows that she could trust me. Um, mm-hmm. And really, I, I just, I don't know. I just communicated and communicated and communicated. So she knows that like I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, know that she could trust me and, and just being intentional, like saying, this is what I want to do with you. Like, yeah. So. I feel like that's that's kind of what got us through it, and okay, we just yeah. kind of been consistent with everything. Consistent, and, and I know uh, mm-hmm. we're probably gonna have more ups and downs, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's yes. just life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. you have that. It's always gonna come back to that that middle. Like you can't never have too too many good days. You mm-hmm. can't never have too many that's bad so days. It's mm-hmm. always gonna come back to the middle. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, there's that's a balance true. in everything. So mm-hmm. the way I look at it is like. As long as you just stay consistent, stay strong, and mm-hmm. and uh, also we try to build a foundation of our relationship in God. So yes. there you go. Yes, that I feel like alone will keep us grounded, even mm-hmm. if things are so bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. And, and, yeah, amen. Yeah, because God yeah. is love, and when you said coming back to that balance all the time, that's the balance. Mm-hmm. God is the balance, man. Because there are gonna be ups. There's going to be downs, man. So God is about But I think, well, you, you kind of answered the question I had in my head because I remember you, you know, I think we talked off off camera, um, off, uh, off, off, off recording mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the relationship and the, the, the space between it. You said you was in one place and she was in another place. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking about, the trust thing, man. So yeah. that had to be big because you're not in the same city. You know what I'm saying? So that trust thing had to be big for y'all to come through that. That's real good for young people because it's yeah. hard for young people, man, to be trustworthy and be in two different cities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, because uh, circumstances and situations happen. You know what I'm saying? Part yeah. and this, that, and the third. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, getting in a, a, a mindset that's intoxicated one way or the other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And that thing, you know, you in a spot you didn't want to be in. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. think that's real big that y'all trust each other. That's mm-hmm. real big. Yeah. Man, Tap Man, I just wanted to tap in with you, man, on, on this question. And it's just a general question, not necessarily... Um, in relation to uh, your relationship, we as millennials, this social media stuff, man, has been a little bit more than what it needs to be, and we've used social media more than what we need to in terms of our relationships with each other. What can you say, man, just in general about social media and how it's affected the millennial outlook on? relationships and marriage because a lot of times um you know what i'm saying folks around our age man we trying to compare our relationship 
you know, I, I it, one one of the the most irking hashtags I used to see all the time was hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> they used to bother the crap out of me, man, because I feel like what you send yourself up to do, man, is is try to mirror the the relationship of somebody else, and you mentally set that up in your mind that that's my relationship goal. When you know, um, I think Shy mm-hmm. mentioned it. You should have your own path. Mm-hmm. You should have your own way of of your own relationship goal and reach that goal within your own path. Right. So, man, just just touch up, man, with Nashville, man, on on why our generation, man, is so stuck on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, man, and just how we just put everything, man, out on these platforms in terms of our relationship. Everybody wants what everybody has. I feel like that's just the <laughs> simplest way to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I don't I don't get why um, because if you were meant to have it you would have it mm-hmm. and if if you're supposed to have it it's just not your time yet you're supposed to you know stay down until you come up at least come um, on. yeah and honestly I just feel like that's just the the, the best way to put it mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. just no reason why you should be comparing your life to somebody else's or mm-hmm. like yeah. comparing your situation to what somebody else's situation is, especially from social media, because yeah, you don't man. know what happened off the screen. Behind the camera. Right. Come on, <laughs> like, before yeah. the picture. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Like it's it's just yeah. like I don't I don't really get it. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense because it's all they putting in front of themselves, but like mm-hmm. if you actually uh take the time to experience life and experience your own journey, like mm-hmm. like I don't know if y'all listen to Tyler Creator. I grew up not Mm-hmm. Not um, listening to him, I, I actually thought he was very weird, and like mm-hmm. I, I was like, I don't understand how people listen weird. to him. Yeah, but his last album was called "Call Me If You Get Lost." It was a nice one too. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, this is the first time I actually listened to a project mm-hmm. he's put out, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I, I, I had watched the interview. What he did talking about the album mm-hmm. and talking about how actually I don't touch on it because you said he's weird still. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that people say things are weird or call things weird when they don't understand it, and mm-hmm. and that really spoke to me because it's like it's like true, yeah. Because, yeah, why would you call something weird if you understand it? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and yeah, his whole message I don't know if you got it when you listen to it, his whole mm-hmm. message mm-hmm. of the album was. To travel the world and get outside of your your uh, closed-mindedness. Get these different experiences across the world. He's mm-hmm. basically saying he's traveled the world mm-hmm. and he wants you to do the same to get yeah. these experiences and perspectives. Right. So mm-hmm. that right. you can form, get all of these in and form your own. Basically, what y'all are trying to do with the podcast. Well, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. with that, yeah. Yeah. man, he, he just, yeah. it, it mm-hmm. was a beautiful project. And I was just like, man. And he's telling yeah. you to call him if you yeah. get lost somewhere because he done been wow. there before. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That really spoke it. to me. Yeah, it yeah, really yeah. spoke to me. And yeah. Yeah. like that, that's, that's I don't even know. But yeah. just from social media, like mm-hmm. that's that's when that's all you feed your mind, that's all you're going to get. And mm-hmm. you are you literally become mm-hmm. what you, you see and what yeah. you yeah. think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. mm-hmm. it translates yeah, into everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, mm-hmm. whether you know it or not, man, you uh, you speak in scripture, man, and, and you don't need uh, you probably don't read the scripture yourself, but see, that's what scripture teaches us, man, to be ye not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you can't renew your mind if you're filling your mind with junk. Mm-hmm. 
Right. There's yeah. no way for you to renew it. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that's what you're saying, man, that you mm-hmm. you try to fill your mind with all that junk. Because I'm not saying social media is junk because every medium can be used in a positive way. But we, tend yeah. to, but we tend yeah. to draw to the negative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. we draw to the negative. We feed ourselves this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that's what comes out. And then we wondering, man, where did this come from? It came from what I was feeding myself. Well, I, I wouldn't definitely, I wouldn't necessarily say it's it's a negative point of view to it. I think mm. it's 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 different when you use it um, with the take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. take take it in, but in moderation, um, mm-hmm. because it can it can be something that teaches you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be a teaching moment for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I wouldn't necessarily label it as negative mm-hmm. because I feel like I could get something positive from everything. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I feel like it's just all about your perspective. Yeah. And how you, how you, how you, yeah. No, and really that's just, that's just how life is, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's mm-hmm. all about perspective. Mm-hmm. Perspective, perspective, perspective. Yeah. Like, yeah. True. <laughs> and yeah. see, yeah. and, and, and when, yeah. I guess, and like you said, perspective, because mm-hmm. what I'm looking at it is like you and this young man here, y'all mature. But what about a 15 year old right. that's taking in what y'all taking in? Mm-hmm. Then it's well, negative. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they can't handle mm-hmm. it. See, y'all can handle it because mm-hmm. y'all got different life experiences. You know what I'm saying? Right. But them 15 year olds, 13 year olds, Looking at this stuff, man, and trying to figure it out. You got it figured out. You got the dudes album figured out. <laughs> they still trying mm-hmm. to figure him out. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. it, it becomes a bad place for them to be if they don't have like a mentor or somebody they can talk to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just like mm-hmm. you say you got your dad, your mom. Jonathan got people in his life. Mm-hmm. But, man, speak on this, man. Speak on the brother that's in a relationship that does not have those type of people in his life that he can refer to when he's going through a rough patch mm-hmm. in his relationship. Mm-hmm. Speak to that, man. Okay. So, if I'm understanding what your question correctly, I, I would say that this this person is probably in a relationship, don't really have a, a mom that you know they can talk to. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't really have a father figure mm-hmm. or a male figure that, that's kind of teach them how to be a man at least. Mm-hmm. Um, probably got the streets. No, yeah. um, mm-hmm. probably got the the uh, the toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what else? It's just like listening to to the music, uh, the, the hardcore rap music. Is just mm-hmm. you know call call women out of their names. Don't mm-hmm. really have no respect for them. You want it, but it's yeah. like you you really mm-hmm. you really want to love and and you fiending for the love. Yeah, but they don't know how to be loved and how to uh how to give that love because they, they, they haven't uh, received it. Yeah. Um, and I actually know some people like that, but it's just mm-hmm. like, I feel like it, it's really a challenge for them because they haven't experienced it. And mm-hmm. and it's like, how do you do something? And it's it's, it's very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and really why a lot of people shy away from it because it's like, I don't want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. being mm-hmm. hurt, yeah. people, right. people hate Especially black people. Black people hate being vulnerable because it allows people to take advantage of them and hurt them even more. Yeah. And man. and when you get yeah. into that room, it's just like everybody putting their guard up. Yeah. And True. Yeah. True. It's 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 very hard to navigate around, but mm-hmm. I feel like when people actually put that effort in, it makes it a little easier. But 
You just gotta get started. Take mm. that first step. Mm-hmm. Like, you just gotta, you just gotta just do it. Like Nike say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. But, right, for real. Like right. I don't, I don't feel like that just translates to sports and whatnot, but it translates to life. But like yes. literally, how my slogan is: "The light is yours." It translates to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, you literally are what you make yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't want to be like that in in your relationships, and and you actually want to be loved, and and you want to love and know how to love, the only way to figure it out is through through trying it. Like life is your mm-hmm. best teacher. Mm-hmm. Like experience is your best teacher. The, the best things that you you gonna learn is mm-hmm. through life. Like mm-hmm. people can tell you all day every day, but you you tell a kid to stop all day long until they fall and bust their head. Mm. They gonna they, that's when go. they gonna stop. There you know you what I'm saying? Man. Like, that's come true. on, man. Look, you sound that's like true. you ready to raise some kids. <laughs> nah, 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 I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> Hold on. Well, look, well, you know what? I'm gonna end it with this question, and I know Jumbo might have June, Jonathan might have one. I try not to call him Jumbo because we try. Yeah, that's another that's another story within <laughs> itself. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm trying to call him call him Jonathan, but so check this out. And I'm going to hit you with this because you, you've you been pretty subtle, man. I appreciate everything you said, mm-hmm. but let's hit the meat grinder right okay. now. So what's your thoughts or mm-hmm. where are you when mm-hmm. it comes to sex before marriage? Mm-hmm. Okay. In <laughs> <laughs> um, all honesty, uh, from my personal experience, I feel like I could have waited. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that curiosity, you know. And then, like, like you said, well, like I said, kind of everything that you kind of see in front of you is kind of what you you try to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was just like, honestly, I mean, it was cool, but like, I definitely could have went without it and, and yeah. saved myself, like, for marriage. I, I honestly don't think that it's it's a a, a purpose in like spreading yourself so far like mm-hmm. why why would yeah. you want to do that mm-hmm. um I, I do feel like the body is a sacred thing and um should be should be taken care of and whatnot mm-hmm. um i hate that i didn't know that at first but mm-hmm. no you live and you learn so mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know that's what that's life is your best teacher, best teacher. I was so just I just, it's just I was you, know, you, you just take it take it how you yeah. how you can man yeah. you just yeah. but i don't know I just wanted to, you know, kind of throw that out there because I know somebody that's listening going to say, well, why didn't they ask him that? What do you think yeah. about that? You know what I'm saying? So I just yeah. want to throw that out. But hey, man, if Jonathan has another question, we're not going to hold y'all day, man, because yeah. I'm liking yeah. this. I'm liking this convo, man. I'm really liking mm-hmm. it, man. And I'm liking your perspective and your honesty, man, about mm-hmm. where you are in relationships. So I'm liking that, man. But uh, mm-hmm. if you got something else, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just uh, throw this in there because I also did tell y'all my girl uh, has a completely different culture. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So another thing with that is, like, it makes dating, like, ten times harder because you have to completely d- separate y'all selves and then you got to separate the cultures. Mm-hmm. Like... Mm-hmm. Certain things that may be normal uh, for me and my household and my mm. family may be completely like foreign to her. And when you when you you gonna butt heads a lot. Yeah. And, and if you don't have yeah. those um, uneasy conversations, like breaking the ice on that, yeah, the relationship not gonna last because yeah. it's like you're not completely understanding that person. You you try to understand their mind, but. Mm-hmm. Until mm-hmm. you understand that they have a different upbringing, mm-hmm. a different background, mm-hmm. and a different culture, 
it's 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 completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like certain things, like I, I grew up around gang violence, and and I remember mm-hmm. it was days at a time where, well, weeks at a time where I came home from middle school and it was shells in front of my house. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like right. stuff like that. Right. It's kind of traumatizing, but for for her, it's like. She's like, how do you deal with this? And I'm yeah. like, it's normal to me. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Man. Like, I remember, yeah. I, like yeah. I told you, I just moved back to Nashville from yeah. Chat literally last Sunday, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, re- bro, I think it was like, I forgot what day it was. I had literally heard gunshots when I was home for like two or three days, and I'm like, wow, yeah. And I'm just like, I mean, it's yeah. normal. Like, yeah. I don't know. It shouldn't be normal, say, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like. When you have those two different backgrounds where somebody's not used to gunshots and and like gang violence mm-hmm. and you know all this I guess they would call it ghetto or ratchet, whatever you wanna call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just like that's my life. Like that's yeah. that's that's where I come from. And yeah. I'm not ashamed of it because yeah. I mean at the end of the day that's what made me who I am. Right. But until you until you break down the culture differences and break down the people like that you actually dealing with and try to understand why they are the way they are and where they came from and mm-hmm. how that made them who they are. Yeah. You you really are going to be stuck. Mm-hmm. And when things get hard, that's really what's going to break y'all because y'all going to have two completely different minds just on the whole situation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. nah, like I, I'm done. Like you going to throw mm-hmm. in the, the the white flag. Like mm-hmm. you but the thing is, you gotta you gotta keep going. Like you you gotta be patient, mm-hmm. be patient, and be patient. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, every and also prayer. Like you gotta pray. But no, uh, I say all that to say it's just relationships are um, an experience. Like it's it's full of fun. It's full of like tears and yeah. and happiness and laughs. But. No, it's also full of anger. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. mm. it, it's full of everything. Like it, like how life is up, full of ups and downs. Relationships mm. are full of ups and downs, and it's mm-hmm. always gonna have that balance. Y'all gonna have y'all yeah. good days. You're gonna have y'all bad. True. Yeah. Um, True. Yeah. There's gonna be times where y'all don't want to talk. Y'all need y'all space. But if you deal with problem, like I, one thing we uh, dealt with a lot was mm. that I don't like leaving bad blood. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, burn man. bridges and then, like because. Yeah. Me, I just don't know when my last time is gonna be my last time right. talking to you. You know bro. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Yeah. It could literally be yeah. in this instance, and I don't, I don't want to have no regrets Come because on. we was arguing or something like Come that. On. Like, yeah, if we go to bed or like, I try to solve all issues before going to bed, but Come I know my girl is stubborn and that sometimes she needs her time to gather her thoughts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have to constantly think, oh, I can't yeah. try to fix this right now because yeah. she needs her space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but right. I, I gotta yeah. understand that because mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, nah, I, like I gotta fix this because mm-hmm. I don't like how uneasy it is. And you, you gonna overthink saying? it through the whole night, right? I'm the same so it's way. Just, it's just <laughs> like, man, I'm the same way, dude. But like, that's the that's the type of like sacrifices and and, and stuff you gotta be willing gotta to make do. because yeah. mm-hmm. it's that's a true. partnership at the end of the day. It's that's not true. all about you. That's yes, true. sir. It's not you. Yes, you sir. gotta think about the other person. Yes, sir. That's true. I think I think I'm ended on that though, man. I think you, I think you, I think you ended it well, man. And pops, man, if you um, man, if you don't have anything else, man, in in line. No, man, I I, I don't want to just. Yeah. I told you we could keep going on because I'm just liking this conversation. But what yeah, I think man. I appreciate, man, about Tyrese is that he's shown a lot of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's mm-hmm. shown he's talked about a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that 
the average guy his age don't talk about or don't think about. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that, brother, man. And I'm I'm praying blessings. I'm praying blessings upon your relationship, man. Mm-hmm. And I pray that uh, it goes the way you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. This has been another Monday morning. This has been another episode. This is the first episode of our new season. This is our fourth season mm-hmm. that we've got into as the Black Man Venture Podcast. Once again, we have Tyrese Hobbs. Yes. This is the Body Mass yes. Index of Relationships and Marriage in a Black Man with my guy, Tyrese Hobbs, man. Again, shout out to the frat man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Cap Alpha Side, man. We want to thank this brother for coming through, man. Ty, if you want to leave any last message, man, for the black man that is listening to this, man, before we head out. Well, I appreciate, appreciate y'all for bringing me on. Uh, I actually had fun with this conversation. I didn't yeah, really know word. where it was going to go, but you know, it, was, it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, I just like talking, too, so that's another thing. So, but, uh, yes, sir. Uh, if y'all want to follow me on Instagram, I also mm-hmm. do poetry and whatnot. I'm trying to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's long live underscore Ty, L O N G L I V E underscore T Y. All right, solid, solid man. All right, Nashville. Pay attention to those um, those social media links that Ty has. We'll make sure to drop those within our postings, man. On today. Nashville. This has been another episode of the Black Man Vent Two Podcast. Good morning, pops. Nashville, Nashville, we thank you for listening. Thank you for your listenership. Thank you for your support. And as I always say, until next week, it's a wrap. Black man, don't get trapped. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can and you can't with what you can't. This has been another episode of the Black Man Vent 2 Podcast. Good morning. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent Today?